This is badass Billy Gunn, 11-time WWE Tag Team Champion, Intercontinental Champion, Hardcore Champion, and you're listening to IcoPod. You gotta hear this. And if you're not listening to this, I got two words for you. Suck it. And we're back with episode 145 of Ico Pod. I am Bob Collin Jr. With me, as always, is Austin Skinner and Dallas Gridley. Fellas, we had a good episode last week. I am recharged. I am excited. I almost saw Shawn Michaels' dick. Bret Hart has a Canadian bacon, bacon sizzler of a wiener. I can't wait for more Dean Douglas, for the bizarre one, to see Skip's pecker through his tights. I am pumped. How about you guys? Well, I don't know about Austin, but I'm getting a little hungry here talking about all this food. So, Well, and it's funny, too, because I'm pretty sure Bob made at least 13 references to male genitalia in that opening. <laughs> so if we, you know, our fans just driving along with their family on a beautiful afternoon. Let's just put on episode 145. They throw it on and they literally heard penis. So if that doesn't introduce you to Icopod, and especially, you know, your friends who you've just recently maybe shared the podcast with, if that doesn't introduce them to what this show's about, I don't know what will. I hope we see Dean Douglas's ruler tonight. Mm. How about Henry, Gu- Henry Godwin sloppy? <laughs> no. What? Bam Bam Bigelow have a fire crash? We'll find out. <laughs> Oh, okay, that one's how about Tatagas Tomahawk? Can't wait to see that one. Yeah, that'd be great. Yokozuna's Chopstick. Let's yes, check know. it out tonight. <laughs> this is going to be just some good, good shit. I can't wait for more wiener jokes here. Adam Bomb's nuclear bomb between his pants. Ooh. Between his legs. It's going to be insane. He's losing it. He's losing it. Well, the, the microphone in between Jeff Jarrett's legs. Okay, so Bob, what happened in syndication? One, one two, three kid didn't hit puberty, so I can't talk about his wiener yet because he oh, has an oh, oh. If you're Jerry Lawler, you can. Does, <laughs> does Aldo Montoya wear a mask on his ball sack? Tune in this week to find out. Oh. What's bigger, Hunter Hearst Helmsley's nose or his dick? We'll find out this week. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. What's hairier, the Blue Brothers' face or their, their ball sack? We'll find out this week. I'm going to rock. <laughs> oh, man. Let's think Welcome about man, Ico Pod, let's, let's think about Man Mountain Rock for a second. 
It is what that would look like in my naked. Cock. <laughs> <They're> my cock. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. Dallas is like, why am I doing this show? I'm not yeah, putting this on my on portfolio. Food. He's doing yeah. his work. He's like, I'm out of here. I'm a I have a I have a job. I'm a salaried person. I don't do this shit. Right. No, I, I, yeah, let me, let me, yeah, uh, let me go fucking make posts on Icopod's page. Hey guys, this week on Icopod, we're talking about dicks. No, Daz, what you need to do is you need to Photoshop all the wrestlers we just mentioned, but just focus on their groin. Oh my god! god. And yeah. be like, who's this one? We'll find out on Icopod. <laughs> you gotta go back and listen to that little rant and rampage. So many times to make sure you got everybody. It's too much work, man. Too much, oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, last week's episode, I hope people don't take this too serious. I'm just fucking joking about. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. I, I, I have a girlfriend. I don't like penises. It's a joke. Well, I mean, I can have a girlfriend and still like penises, but that's. But I, do, but I don't. I'm joking. Everyone don't take this seriously. Yeah. Mind you, mind you, Bob just turned his camera off. So, like, what's really going on? He's got the finger over the camera. Okay. X V I S dot com. All right. Okay. Oh, sorry. Uh, I thought I was on mute. Yeah. All right. Let's get into some uh, backstage news and uh, general shenanigans here before we watch Monday Night Raw. So the most recent tapings that started... Last week, or in Louisville, Kentucky, and as you may know throughout the history of this podcast, that Louisville, Kentucky is a staple for the USWA. Uh-huh. Uh, and as a result, there were a lot of pro signs, supportive signs of guys like Jeff Jer- Jerry Lawler and Sid. Uh, and that's because they are all baby faces in the USWA. So some of those were kind of edited out of the programming or whatever, or just avoided in general. Hold on. Sid's a baby face in the USWA. Yeah. If you, anytime he's really been on the card lately, he's been teaming up with Jerry Lawler and stuff. Oh, like that's that. true. Yeah. Okay. He started right. the year as a heel. Yeah. He's a baby face, okay. but he's, he's more, he's there more sporadically ever since he joined WWF. So right. it's not all, all the time. Yeah. Uh, Sid was out of action this past weekend. Uh, he was dealing with bone spurs in his neck, oh. which I feel like I've never really heard that before, but apparently it happened for Sid. Bone spurs. <laughs> Softball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, here's some good news, guys. Tony Norris recently had a tryout and impressed officials so much that he was told to tone it down. <laughs> He's upstate. The regular Tatanka. show. Yeah. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Don't do that. Just do a sleeper hold for 12 minutes. Don't dive over the top rope in the dark match. What are you doing? That's nuts. Uh, and if you're people, if people are wondering who Tony Norris is, it's Ahmed Johnson, the, san- the same man that called me a stupid cracker for an article I wrote on WrestlingRecaps.com. I am honored and privileged that he would do such a thing. Uh, so he is his way to the WBF uh, in the next several months. So I am actually looking forward to that. I'm a Johnson's one of my favorites of all time, even if he insulted me and I cried for days afterwards. Tony Norris once put over my amateur poetry, which I think is pretty uh, fucking funny. Hey, yo man, that's pretty good, bro. All right. Yeah. So I think it's interesting that uh, he's over shining. 
Yeah, when, he's upstaging him. Yeah. When I can't think of a time while he's on TV that he outshined. I think you'd be surprised. This man is a lunatic. The some of the stuff that he would do, I'm surprised he never killed somebody on television. Well, that's why I just <laughs> said Tatanka, because like, how good would a would a Tatanka Tony Norris feud be? Who's oh. leading who? Oh it, my god! Be I hope that's one. a match we don't see. It'd be a disaster. Yeah, yeah. that'd be that'd be bad. It would be yeah. good. Uh, right, have you guys? Because Tatanka is a supporter of Icopod. That's right. Yep. Oh yes, uh, yes, Tatanka, we love him. Thank you, <laughs> thank you to Icopod for That's the right. pick. Chris, you got Chris, it. Chris Travis is phenomenal. He should never have lost to Ludwig Borg in October. Is he doing an opening or what? God damn it! I, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, well, I would we, love to, but well, I we don't want to spend a hundred dollars. Well, maybe if we just DM him. Yeah, well, if I DM him, he'd be like, uh, 150. I'd be like, God damn it. No, no. He would be like, uh, go ahead and email this email address. And then he email $150. He's got to get formal. You he son of a bitch. <laughs> Here's my publicist. They got 20%, so it's actually going to be 350 It's like, great. Now, I'm curious Fantastic. if I can actually DM him through the Twitter page. He probably has to be following us, so maybe if we'd yeah, be like, Tatanka, can you... You give us a follow. We wanted. I told I told you guys the story about how I reached out to Virgil to do an opener, right? No, I don't. I haven't heard it at least. I don't. You might have talked, but I don't remember. Okay, so I emailed him. Oh. And I was like, "Hey, Virgil, like we're Icopod, and you know, you, you got like the we have an inside thing about Virgil, you know, yo, bro, and all this stuff." Well, you told him that. Uh, something like that, and that's oh, like God. so descriptive. Like, "Yo, dude, we're kind of like ripping on you." Anyway. <laughs> I, I was just like, hey, you know, would you like, be open to do a to do an opener for us? And <laughs> he responded, how much? Well, I was like, well, you know, I, I mean, what would work for you? I, I don't know. I, how much? I would have offered him 20 <laughs> bucks. Dude. Yeah, thing. well, he has like he does like a video service thing, not cameo, some other like knockoff thing. And he's like charging 60 bucks. And I was like, oh, well, boy, I don't know if I can do 60. This is that's a funny story because um, on I listened to the, like the wrestling uh, major wrestling figure podcast and Brian Myers mentioned he told a story about how he's like yeah I got get Virgil to sign this figure and they joke he's like he's gonna ask me for money like I know he is he said I'm yeah. only giving him ten bucks and, like, <laughs> so like I feel like Virgil's the kind of guy who if you're like I'll give you ten bucks okay. Well, maybe it's that, almost like as maybe. long as you say some sort of dollar figure, I'll do it. I, so I think you should try again. I think like, it's funny that he said how much like a couple of times. Dude, that's why I just stopped talking. I was like, okay, this is not. He's like trying to get me to put out a figure that way. He would be like, how about a hundred? Like, yeah. Well, love that. Well, see, I think I think you should have made a low ball offer, and then if he did come back, then say fuck it. But I'm not gonna low ball offer a guy. Former Virgil, Virgil, you have to though, dude. He he'll walk up to you in a subway and be like, "You want this eight by 10 And he'll sign it for you, and he'll be like, "Okay, that's twenty dollars." And it's like, "Hold on, what? You were I about know. to give it to me?" Right. Like I remember, um, at the pro wrestling syndicate show, the three of us went to. Uh, Virgil was there. I'm almost positive, and it was like, "Don't make eye contact with Virgil." Right. Because he will call you over, and then you will have to pay him to. He'll be like, "Hey, brother, you want some of that meat sauce?" And then you'll oh, go over yeah, and you're right. And I feel like me and Austin were in line to meet like Grand Mysterio or something. And we were like, don't look at Virgil. Don't look at Virgil. Because he's going to fucking be like, here's an 8x10. Oh, just yeah. kidding. $30. Yeah. 
Remember when I main evented six WrestleManias in a row? That's right. All right. So that's gonna be 40 bucks. Okay. Thanks, Virgil. So I, no, I don't, don't get me wrong. I understand what you mean, but Virgil's the kind of guy you just got to give him something. <laughs> that might be true. Yeah. Right. That might be true. I'll see. I'll see what I can do. Okay. I'll, I'll figure something out. Okay. Uh, last week's edition of Raw on July 24th, which featured Bret Hart against Hakushi, Dean Douglas making his debut with his report card thing, a brief <laughs> vignette of Goldust, uh, Wayland Mercy boring us to sleep, got a 3.8 rating, so a huge, yeah, dude, a huge increase here. Fuck yeah to that. And probably because of Brett Hakushi, if I had to guess. Well, and don't uh, in a live just... episode out of the pay-per-view. Yeah, and I was just gonna say, don't forget the amount of star power we did have on that show. Because yeah. compared to most episodes, like we had quite even Sean. Yeah. Opening the show. Like, yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, right, Sean. I forgot about I forgot about Sean. How could I forget about that sweet, sweet man? So good looking. Beautiful man. Uh there is a rumored card here for SummerSlam that uh, Meltzer points out. And I figured all this listed off to see maybe just how much of it uh, becomes a reality. So it looks like uh, Diesel versus Mabel for the WWF world title. Shawn Michaels defending the IC title against Sid. What? Yeah, Yokozuna and Owen defending the tag titles against Davey Boy Smith and Lex Luger. Alundra Blaze taking on Bertha Faye for the women's title. Oh, no. Bret Hart against Isaac Yankum. Oh, uh, you knew that then, was coming. Yeah, he had to know. And uh, Skip against Barry Horowitz. Dude. In a match, <laughs> in a match where there must be a winner. What happened to our 3.8 last week, dude? Yeah, it's, it's, rumored. It's, it's, it's rumored. It's rumored. It's rumored. rumored. It's not rumored. official. I mean, it's nothing's been announced on television yet. When you speak that kind of negativity into life... It comes to fruition. Well, okay. But here, so here, but this next sentence I'm about to say, when I first read it, I was like, bullshit, right? And then I reread the card and I was like, oh, fuck, that might be right. So he goes, as you can see on paper, I, I feel like I'm laughing more than you guys are about to laugh or any reaction at all, just because it's kind of funny. He goes, as you can see on paper, Skip versus Barry Horowitz looks like the best match. <laughs> and it's like you might be right dude. <laughs> realistically holy shit it's man. Like, holy god damn dude that's funny like, that's I thought funny. he was trolling Like, there's, no, but he's potentially right it's probably a lot of those matches would suck oh fuck yeah, it's pretty bad anyway uh, on TV the biggest push was for Shawn Michaels against Jerry Lawler which we kind of pointed out at the end of last week's episode yeah uh, and it's not etched in stone about the Sid match because apparently those in Titan realize how bad this show looks on paper when it comes to work rate and want at least one decent quality match or two added yeah but Sid for the IC strap talk about a demotion dude he's completely changed departments <laughs> Yeah, but at the same time, how can you keep him in that main event spot when you made him lose the diesel twice now? You yeah, kind of you got to bring him back down before you can bring him back up. I feel like. Well, he's kind of lost know, three man. times, really. Uh, in your house, one, and then King of the Ring. I mean, I don't. It's a tag uh, match. He wasn't involved in it, but it's still a loss. And then. Yeah, but do we care that Sid lost, or do we care that he's just a giant fucking psycho? Well, yeah, but 
what's he gonna if he's gonna be in the main event he can't keep challenging for the belt he's already that's over i think yeah, that's now. it's gone if there was any steam attached to it. i don't know i would keep him away from the ic belt because then what you're booking yourself in a corner again because say sid wins it then who's gonna beat fucking psycho sid for the ic belt sabio hey well, well that's what i mean it's just like come on don't keep him away from that have him do his own thing dean douglas yeah, he's oh my god, Sid's gotta be in Dean Douglas's classroom and he gets pissed because he can't pass the class, so he just wants to fight <laughs> Dean Douglas instead. Yes. Just puts him through the the teacher's desk with a pile yeah. of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh speaking of funny, here is some news that I've never heard in my entire life, but apparently it was close to happening. So the WWF was considering a tag team. Of Steve McMichael and William the Refrigerator Perry to wrestle the Heavenly Bodies at SummerSlam, but what? But Perry, but, what, but Perry wanted a guaranteed contract, and the WWF doesn't do that, and they weren't going to do that for someone that's never wrestled before. Well, that's kind of weird to me. Well, I okay, never explain heard to me who. Who's the refrigerator guy? I know Herbert his name. What's he's he's an old shit too. Yes, yeah, he uh, was a football player for football. the Chicago Bears uh, in the late eighties. Pretty well known. Okay, all right. Yeah. So he's retired by this point, so he's not a yes. football player anymore. Okay, so that's why he wants the guaranteed contract, so he can continue to get money, right. even though. Okay, so that makes sense then. But he's worked with the WWF before. Mm. Yeah, and so he I'm was surprised on that the he would ask team. for that. And he was on the same team as McMichael, so there is a connection there. And Perry right. does have charisma too. Like he's yeah, he's yeah, yeah, several commercials. Isn't he in like the celebrity wing or something? He might be. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah, uh, but that that would be a funny visual. I mean, Steve McMichael, oh, obviously, God. what we would know from him in WCW and William Perry against the Heavenly Bodies. Yeah, I mean, those guys as a tag. If those guys were to have come in as a tag team, I guarantee you within three months, they're the tag team champions. I mean, they'd probably be the most over team that the company has. 100%. <laughs> People would be like, what the? This McMichael guy's a lunatic. And he was p- part of WrestleMania 11. And he, he took down Kama right. like, in a shoot yeah. fight. I was like, what the right. hell's going on? Yeah. So I, w- I think I would have been all in favor for that, but. It, uh, it doesn't end up happening. Obviously. It probably would have closed the company because it would have cost them the rest of the money they had. Yeah. But. Yeah, who knows? Uh, all right, so there's a, a few house shows here. There's two WWF, a WCW, and a USWA. So there's quite a bit of options here. So uh, let me get through these here. Uh, first one is WWF taking had a show in State Line, Nevada, in the Buffalo Bills Casino. On July 29th, 95, it drew 3,750 fans, but 2,900 of those were paid, and it featured the following matches. Spot two, defeating Henry Godwin. Adam Baum pinned Tatanka. Waylon Mercy was a substitute for Jeff Jarrett, and he pinned 1-2-3 kid. Shawn Michaels, RS, who was substituting for Psycho Sid in a steel cage match. WWF Women's Champion Alundra Blaze defeated Bertha Faye to retain the title. WWF Tag Team Champions Owen Hart and Yokozuna defeated Lex Luger and Davey Boy Smith. And The Undertaker defeated Kama in a casket match. So essentially, it was SummerSlam 95. I was just going to say. Right. Yeah. Well, it's a casket match, so we know Dallas is going. 
Oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I mean, you put someone <laughs> in a casket, you got me hooked. Well, and the a, real hook, and a cage match. I was just going to say the real hook is the cage match. Let's be real, Bob. Yeah, yeah, but there's like a cage match on every house show now. Pretty much. That's okay. I'll go. I'll go to every single one of them. So, yeah. I think I'm skipping. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to go to that. Oh show bullshit, Bob! You're going for the cage match. You why? I'm not going bullshit. to a show. I'm not going to a show where bullshit. IRS is even more restricted bullshit. in a steel cage. Bullshit. Um, actually, well, well, you wouldn't have known IRS replaced said going in when you bought that's, that's true. <laughs> so, Bob would have been fucking pissed. I would have been so mad. Because you know what? You know damn well IRS is putting a abdominal stretch on and he's using the cage as leverage. Yo, I got him. Hey, holy fuck, man. Holy Christ. You know he's doing that. I think this would be a classic, like the, the one show where Bob got really mad and then he had fun, like like most shows that we go to together. So I think that's what would happen. Wait. Is that the is that like the show where like in the car ride home nobody's talking? Because <laughs> <laughs> show are you talking about? <laughs> I, I can't remember what show that. Oh wait, was that the Pro Wrestling Syndicate show where we didn't talk on the way home the whole time? That wasn't a bad show. Well, no, no. I think that was because we were exhausted. Okay, I can't remember. I, I don't remember about the Austin. Oh, I wait. remember that show. My back like tightened up. With like forty five minutes left on the car ride, and I was pissed just because I don't know what was going on, but like my chest and back like tightened up. Yeah, but I think that was more so because we were all really, really tired. Well, that was a day trip too. Yeah, I mean yeah. the show ended at eleven. We got home at like what five? Yeah, it was late. That was insane. Um, no, Austin, you you might be talking about like a raw we all went to or some shit like it that. Was like, something like that where it was like everybody was just pissed, so it was like. <laughs> You'd pull into somebody's driveway and be like, all right, man, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, it was um the name that we had to bleep out uh, on the last episode that Bob probably didn't actually bleep out. As I'm bleep. not bleeping it out. No, I know, <laughs> I know. Uh, oh. that, that person pissed a lot of people off that night, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you're right, yeah, because that was like one of the times where it's like, all right, man, I'll see you later. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. I bet you I bet you it was Battleground, not the show I went to. No, no, it wasn't. We had a great time at Battleground. No, I'm thinking All of right, a let's time. Let's go to Hampton, New Hampshire, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm thinking of a time where it was like, it had to be a local show. No, dude, it was definitely like a Raw in like Buffalo or something. Buffalo, I, yeah, that's the only thing I could think of. I don't remember not talking, though. I don't know. Well, it, was, it happened. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely did happen. Happened. Bob definitely was there. All right, I don't. I just don't remember. I, I want to say. I want to say it was like Joe, me, Dallas, Bob. Yeah, and like Joe was driving. Me and Bob were in the back seat or something. No way, I was in the front seat. There's no way. Okay, you were probably in the front, Austin. I was in the front, and then you two, and then nobody was. T- nobody talked. That dude. That's the car ride. Whatever show we went to, the four of us. That's definitely what it was. I I totally remember it now. Or is that the one? Or is it the one where I sat in like the back where you're not supposed to sit for like two hours, and I like <laughs> was in the back, in like the trunk, essentially? Was it that one? I don't know because I remember it being really thick with awkwardness because I knew two people were sitting in the back seat and no, neither one was talking. All right, I knew we, you both were right there. We'll have to dissect this later because I'm trying to think exactly what happened that night, and I my mind's like going nuts because I know what happened and I can't think of what pissed everyone off. <laughs> I hate to say it, but well, I, I know what it was. I know what it was. 
they would he wouldn't let us get food and oh everyone was hungry. God. Oh, oh God, yeah. That's exactly what the fuck it was. He wouldn't let us get food. Dude, that's right. That's and none exactly of us ate all day. That's right. Well, because we were going to eat before. And then, like, we ran out of time or something. Yeah. So it, was, it was all agreed upon that we were going to eat after. Yep. And it was like, nah, I'm driving home. And we were yeah. all like, what the fuck? <laughs> so we weren't really mad at each other. We were just all pissed at the same time. Cause, yeah, because yeah. we were all starving. That's yep. exactly what that's it was. I do, re- I do remember that. Yeah. That's what it was. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Good. Because <laughs> I remember, yeah, because I remember, I feel like we were at the show, we were even talking, like, dude, I can't wait. To, like, this like, is like, what you to do? Yeah, like, we're probably just going to get, like, you know, Roy Rogers or something on the bag. Like, yeah, get that get a burger. Yeah, and then after the restaurant. show, he's like, no, we're just going to go home. Yeah, because we were talking about like, what's open. Yeah. Probably, you know what I mean? Like Denny's yeah. or something. He's like, no, I just go out and go home. It's like, well, okay, cool. I haven't eaten since like 8 a.m., so this is fun. Well, and I feel like we were we were all talking about stopping. Yeah. And then like we were waiting for Joe to stop, and it was like, well, what do you guys want to do for food? And then he that's when he was just like, well, we're just going to go home. And it's like, yeah, whoa. The fuck? Like we can't just stop at like a gas station, even. Like yeah. he wouldn't let us stop anywhere. He he was uh, being a dick. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, that's good stuff. That was a good time. Uh, speaking of good times, the WWF had a show in Hampton, New Hampshire, the Hampton Beach Casino, July 29th, nineteen ninety-five, and it drew two thousand fans for matches uh, that followed. Aldo Montoya defeating Skip. Razor Ramon fought Hunter Hearst Helmsley to a double countout. Bob Backlund defeated Man Mountain Rock. Savio Vega defeated Hakushi. The Smoking Guns defeated Jacob and Eli Blue. In your main, in your main event, saw King Mabel <laughs> defeating Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> nope. Damn it. I was actually nope. going to say, like, it didn't sound too bad, but fuck those, that match, you killed me right there. Nope. Yeah, I don't- well, I mean, Razor and Hunter could be good. Vega Hakushi could be okay. Yeah. Aldo, yeah. Aldo and Skip. I've seen a couple of Aldo and Skip house show matches, and they're actually pretty solid. Uh, but to watch a Guns Against Blue Brothers and mm-hmm. Mabel Bigelow match, and back when Man Mountain Rock, Mm-mm. I'm going to probably pass on that too. So needless to say, WBF, I'm skipping your shows uh, this weekend. Uh, two shows that are happening are in, in casinos as well. I'm not yeah. gambling on WWF that week. Right. Now let's go to some WCW. Green, Greenville, South Carolina in the Memorial Auditorium on July 30th, 95. It uh, drew 3,700. That's a pretty big uh, house show crowd in the U.S. for WCW at this point. Uh, originally, WCW TV champion, the Renegade, was supposed to defend against Arn Anderson, but that did not take place as advertised. So... I'm sure 3,700 fans were just livid that they weren't able to see a knockoff Ultimate Warrior. But they did see the following stuff. Sergeant Craig Pittman defeated Frankie Lancaster. Harlem Heat defeated Jim Duggan, who was a substitute for Alex Wright, and Marcus Alexander Bagwell. Johnny B. Bad defeated Mark Starr. Diamond Dallas Page pinned Dave Sullivan. WCW United States Champion Sting defeated Meng to retain the title. The Nasty Boys defeated Lord Steven Regal and Bobby Eaton. And in the main event, Randy Savage defeated Ric Flair. I'm not going to that. Yeah, I don't. I mean, Sting Man could be good and Savage Flair too, but the undercard the undercard in WCW is brutal. WCW is in desperate, dire need 
of some serious talent. Yeah. Well, from for me, I feel like the w, WCW house shows like are usually like pretty ass, but I feel like I'm going just so I can see like the guys like like Savage and Flair and Sting. Like from, I'm going just from the I'm, 80s. Yeah, like I'm going. I'm just going to like see those guys, but like I know it's not going to be a good show. Well, and that's I think where we're at with it because even on the pay per views, I mean, a, a lot of that undercard, it's like, oh fuck, and it's a pay per view. So imagine like how bad it actually is on a fucking house show. It's it's got to be brutal. So there's no wonder why their house show business is in the shitter. Yeah, I can't imagine why they're losing money on house shows. Right. So I think for me, when it comes down to, yeah, like, oh shit, Savage and Flair are on top. But if I'm a fan and I'm able to go to house shows, I've probably seen Savage and Flair at some other point live. So, like, it's it's not enough for me to come inside and, like, pay a ticket. Well, I think we'd be surprised as how much Savage and Flair have probably wrestled on the house show circuit between well, WWE and WCW I mean. for the past three and a half years. That's what I mean. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've probably sat through, a, like, a, a better show to see them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. And that's probably most fans that are buying tickets to these shows who are actual fans, not just going because the circus is, is in town sort of thing. Right. So, I don't know. I feel like, for me, like, nice try, WCW, but you ain't getting me this time. Yeah, I feel like I remember reading that at this around this time that Savage and Flair were actually bringing in, like, their biggest crowds because their angle was so hot at the time. Right. So, mm. there's not much going on for WCW in terms of interesting angles, but Savage Flair on top is is doing fairly well for them. So. Yeah. I mean, usually they're drawing like 900 fans. So to drive, you know, to, to draw 3,700. Is... No, yeah, it's a huge difference. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, the last one here, I'm I'm not going, I don't, none of us are going to that show, I don't believe. So I'll just go on to the USWA, July 31st, uh, 95, Memphis, Tennessee, Mid-South Coliseum. It drew 2,400 again for another gate of $14,000. So they are rolling in the dough Damn. with the $3 tickets that they're selling at the U.S. <laughs> Uh, it has eight matches on the card. Uh, so let's see what's going on here. Stephen Dunn defeated Gorgeous George III. Brian Lee defeated Axel Rotten. Brandon Baxter and Uptown Karen defeated Miss Texas in a handicap match. Bill Dundee defeated Pat Tanaka by disqualification. And then Bill Dundee teamed up with Miss Texas, Johnny Rotten, and Stephen Dunn to defeat Brian Lee, Gorgeous George III, Brandon Baxter, and, Baxter and Uptown Karen. Randy Hales pinned Mark uh, Mark Curtis. USWA champion Billy Jack Haynes defeated USWA Unified World Champion Jerry Lawler by disqualification. And in your main event, <clears throat> PG-13, Tommy Rich and Doug Gilbert defeated Tracy Smothers, Robert Gibson, Buddy Landell, and Terry Gordy in a street fight. Nope. Yeah. No, I'm not going to that shit show. If, if their undercard was slightly better... I'd be going to the show, but like the, the last two matches with Haynes and Waller and then the street fight are intriguing matches, but everything leading up to that is like, no, nah, man, how much longer are they in business? I believe that they're, the, I'm only covering these in, until they're done at the Coliseum. Uh-huh. And I believe they're in the Coliseum until sp- spring 96, maybe. Yeah, I know 
I know I've asked that before, but I feel like we get closer and closer by miles every week. Oh, dude! As soon as the Monday Night Wars start, I'm the I'm going to be saying that they they drew 400 fans at the Coliseum, right? And it's just you know just downward spiral way so much quicker. It's not even funny. Yeah, their last show was September 14th, 1997, for reference. At the Coliseum? Well, just in general, their last show. Okay. I know for, like, the last year, they're at, like, the flea market. Like, literally at the flea market. (laughs) What's the reviews for those shows? Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, So, yeah, I guess we're not going to any of these shows, really. We're saving our money for this weekend here in July. Yeah. Uh, Syndication notes. Razor Ramon teamed with 123Kid and Savio Vega to defeat the Blue Brothers and Uncle Zeb when uh, Kid pinned Zeb, and that took place on the July 29th Superstars. And then also on the same edition of Superstars, Fatu, with his new Make a Difference character, uh-huh. uh, I guess you could say re-debuted, and he defeated Rad Rafford. So uh, we might be seeing Fatu uh, maybe this week on Raw, I don't know, but I'm sure uh, soon enough. We'll be seeing Make a Difference Fatu. Uh, but that's all the news and notes uh, leading into this edition of Monday Night Raw. So let me read the description here briefly that's on the network. Savio Vega partners with Razor Ramon for an opportunity at the WWF Tag Team Champions Owen Hart and Yokozuna. King Mabel continues to get some additional in-ring practice before he faces WWF Champion Diesel. Plus, Bam Bam Bigelow is the next subject on another edition of the report card with Dean Douglas and much more. I love how they're like, King Mabel continues to get some additional in-ring practice. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. That is just... If that's not any more blunt, I don't know what it would be. <laughs> we know this guy sucks, but he's practicing real hard. To get yeah. Him. That's very good. Uh, all right, so it's time for the July 31st, 1995 edition of Monday Night Raw. If you guys want to follow along. Jump on the network. As I mentioned last week, there's these new 15-second ads, typically. Uh, so just watch that. First, unfortunately, they're probably shilling you Hell in a Cell that took place or Survivor Series that's coming up uh, in 2020. And then uh, listen along with us. Hopefully they can continue the trend of good shows. That trend is, I, mean, I guess, two shows, In Your House 2 and last week's Raw. So can we make it three in a row? We'll find out shortly. I'm going to count down from five and then uh, we'll hit play and enjoy the next 46 minutes and 17 seconds of raw. Five, four, three, two, one, play. Tonight. Oh, I got some different music. It's not the dun 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 dun. Mm. It's like more upbeat. It's like bad. Bad club music. Oh, God. Can Razor Ramon capture tag team gold as Savio Vera? Hot-blooded Caribbean. Tonight. Look at the tits. tits. Oh, my God. I do hope they lose the straps because Yokozuna needs to be written off TV. Yeah. Hey, look at this. We're starting off with King Mabel. We're not even getting the raw video package. No, and they're carrying his ass wicked far, and they're falling. Look at they're tilting. They are. De- <laughs> they're tilting. 
Oh my god! Somebody gonna get the ass kicked. <laughs> now, but look at this though. So they're 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 pretty far away, and we were yeah. talking about why weren't they carrying him in your house? They if this is the, I mean, they could have. Yeah. Yeah. The left side is definitely teetering. Their left side, our right side, was definitely. Vince uh, is like, take a look at King Mabel. He's about to fall on his ass. <sighs> These guys are trying to get hired so hard, they're breaking their backs to carry Mabel to the ring. And uh, I want to point out, if they get hurt, we won't pay for it because they're independent contractors. So they are not part of our company. It should be a gimmick where he just rolls off. Like they drop him every time. I can't wait to see him get his practice in right here at the beginning. Who the of hell is he facing right there? Oh, here we go. There's, there's the raw opening video. We're here. never going to know. I love that Bob Backlund's still in the opening. Well, he's still actively wrestling. Yeah, that's the point, Bob. I, I don't actually love it. Yeah, you do. No. At least they took Damian Demento out. Oh, my God, dude. That's took him. Four episodes of Raw, and they kept him in for fucking three years. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Yeah. What if they still had Ric Flair doing, like, a woo? That would be good. Like, holy fuck. <laughs> Hulk Hogan doing the ear cup? Yeah, he's not even on the show anymore. He's not even <laughs> in the company. Oh, we've seen this guy before. Who the hell is this? I don't know. Yeah, we've seen him before. It's, it's some Bob guy back who's in his college days. It's yeah, okay. It's uh, a guy that's gonna practice with Mabel here tonight. Oh, I'm sure he is. Mabel's arm is essentially a ham leg. You can go to the market and pick one of those up, but usually they slice it for you. Yeah, I don't like that. Do you like his black mohawk because he's mean now? Mm-hmm. He's a bad guy. Yeah, he's, he's a... like, let me kick you with my fucking pajama pants on. Hold on. What's this fucking guy's name? I didn't even know, see it or hear it, to be honest with you. Oh. It ain't going to matter. We're going to get over in about two minutes, even. Big clothesline there. Is Mabel really adding anything to your show, though? Come on. No, that's what I don't get. He's just like a big dude. So the Vince is like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Look, this is what he does. He's literally not even doing anything. What's his finish again? A leg drop? Uh, I think it might be, yeah. This guy's working Mabel over. Yeah, I was going to say, get the fuck out of here. Wow, that Irish whip is so hard, he just flipped him over. <laughs> he threw him across the ring on an Irish whip. What the hell? He's pissed. Mabel's outfit is so bad. It's like you'd find that on high spots, and then to pay a little extra money, they'll put the M on it for you. Yes. To like, yeah, just they're like, okay, you want the M? You got it. Extra fifty dollars for iron an M on. Yeah. You guys talking about the Steiner Brothers M? Yeah. Pretty much. Oh wow, jeez. I just grimaced at Mabel slamming his ass down on the... Okay, that guy just got murdered into the ring. <laughs> I was set. wondering what you were like saying that about. I was like, what just happened? That Bob's like... He just Ugh. splashed himself on the apron. I was like, god damn, but he probably doesn't even feel it. Yeah. Oh, his back does. Oh, yeah, I guess. Well, not anymore. 
Oh. It did when he was alive. How lucky is Mo to just be fucking hey, riding hey. the coattails, getting free checks? Guys, they just confirmed Sid versus Shawn Michaels at SummerSlam for the title on commentary. That sucks. What an interesting way to announce a match. They're like, we just got word. It's the Stridex presents SummerSlam match or something. Sid Do you think it's Sean. sponsored by Stridex because uh, Shawn's got zits on his ass? Is that what that's Wait, for? D- does he really? I'm just saying. I mean, maybe is that why? He does have a permanent shit stain on it. Yeah, I know that. Yes, Dallas. I believe they are. Uh, they're acne wipes. Right. Oh, not okay. not specifically for your ass. Okay. 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 They tend to use it on their face. Well, I was gonna say, damn! I didn't know they made acne uh, butt pads. Could you imagine the commercial for that? Well, you I live a response. life where you're ashamed of the pimples on your ass? Well, with Stridex, <laughs> we can solve that. You can feel comfortable revealing your ass, just like Shawn Michaels does in front of 2,500 fans on Monday Night Raw. Because he uses Stridex. And then Shawn Michaels like, that's right, ladies. How do you think I got this clean ass? This was Stridex. Yeah, Mabel's got a microphone, and he said, shut up and respect me. <laughs> Speaking of clean ass, Mabel's on the mic. Um... No, I'll tell you why there's Stridex is sponsoring them. Because guess what? Back knee, boys. You got to get rid of those back knees. Ugh. And you know where you get back knee from? Shooting up. Steroids. The fanny pack, brother. <laughs> no, he's not wrong. You're right. Uh, so Mabel is saying... He's not only going to be the king, he's going to be the WWF champion at SummerSlam. So bow down to the king. He also looks like a melted ice cream cone, but who's judging? Oh my God. He's a spun. melted ice cream cone. Yeah. Have yeah, you seen his upper body without a shirt on? Come on, dude. I know. I don't even want to. Yes, you have. Big Daddy V, brother. Say no to drugs. Yeah, but I'm dude. trying to like forget that. Here's five two, and there's a TV and a basketball hoop. Someone explain that one. It's urban. Yeah, you've never played basketball with a TV right next to you. Yeah, all the urban do it. Well, there's something wrong about that. Look at now that one's in between the turnbuckles. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Me and Bill Cosby, we got the same thread makers, brother. Take a look at this jacket. <laughs> That's right, making a difference. Look at that shit. Look at. Oh, hell yeah. Next week, look at that. Little, the painting is in action next week to Fatu because he said no to drugs and he stayed in school. They have ruined right. Fatu. He's cooked. Vince Lorraine goes, hey, is that Jerry Lawler with a pacifier in his mouth? And in fact, it does look like him. It's about the age he usually goes for, but... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dallas with the pedophile jokes now. What is going on here? Yikes. I didn't say it. What if, like, during this little picture-in-picture, Sonny just popped up from the bottom of Sean's screen and walked out of frame? Oh, my God. Wiping her lip. (laughs) Uh, That would be terrific. Look, they pan down and you see blonde hair. You're like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) And then they zoom out and Sonny just stands up and leaves. And he's pulling his his tights back up. (laughs) He's slipping on the little trunk part. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is too much. 
I feel like, you know, last week when Shawn Michaels basically took his dick out, I'm pretty sure he, when he took his tights off, he's testing Vince McMahon, who's sitting ringside. Oh, 100%. Like, how far can I go without Vince flipping his fucking shit on commentary? Well, he even pointed to him while he was doing it. Hey, Jerry Lawler's backstage interviewing Shawn Michaels. (laughs) Hey, Shawn. Shawn's like, what, me? Who the fuck? That's one of my favorite things in all of wrestling. Dude. Such a douchebag thing to do. He's so scared of Sid. Oh, he did that to Sid? That's fucked up. Yeah, because he, he's like, hey, you, so what, you're going to defend your title against Sid at SummerSlam? And then he did that, and King's like, oh, really? Okay. You know who does a really good one of those is Kevin Nash. Kevin Yo. Nash does it like an asshole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I do that in real life. I don't care. I do it to people. Basically saying, King, I'll fight you too. I'll fit you in my schedule. The thing that they were trying to maybe do Lawler against Sean at SummerSlam was kind of weird. Yeah, we're thinking about it. And that would be a better uh, work rate match. That's funny. Sean's arm looks little. Right, well, it's so all oiled up. Lawler was basically saying something along the lines of like, hey, when I took this job to co-host Raw, I took a journalistic oath saying that he wouldn't wrestle, essentially, is what I think he's getting at. Yeah, okay. And then Sean just said something, and I forgot. But basically, like, come on, I'll fight you some t- somewhere sometime. Don't push I me. Ne- I hope we never see Lawler wrestle on Raw again. He I took the oath, Sean, and I'm going to have a heart attack right here on Raw, but I'm I'm going to still wrestle after that because I don't give a shit if I die in this ring. He's a journalist. He can't get physically involved. He's a goddamn journalist. I'm going to call my fucking dentist, and he's going to rip your goddamn teeth out, Sean Michaels. <laughs> and then I'm going to call Sid, and he's going to step on your throat. Do you want gingivitis? Because I know a guy that can give you it. Stay tuned for the Tag Team Championship and Bam Bam Bigelow is in action next, probably against uh, Scott Taylor. Oh, from Hollywood, California. Wow, look at how fancy this one is. Gold dust. That was like a graphic moving. Yeah. Hello, Kim. Bam Bam Bigelow. The man nobody cares about. Is that a new jacket? Uh, it doesn't uh, look like this one has fireworks in it, so it might be. Well, he doesn't have, like, the weird top to it. Yeah, like the neck like thing. Like the flame, yeah. I think well, it, maybe he does. It just, like, padded down. I don't know. It looks like it is. Bob oh. Cook. <laughs> the guy that has the, one of the best punches in the business, oftentimes, considered. Oh, God. Oh, we got oh, fireworks, folks. Oh, jeez. The kids are like, oh, my God. It's too hot. Who has the better flame, uh, Harlem Heat or Bam Bam Bigelow? Fucking Harlem Heat, dude. The whole arena catches on fire. You're right. Harlem Heat's a bunch of badasses. Well, in case you guys didn't know, um, our friend here, Bob Cook, he was the uh, NWA Florida Tag Team Champion as Mighty Yankee with... Oh, he's Mighty Yankee number two with Mighty Yankee number one as mm. the Mighty Yankees. Well, I would and, hope that there would be a number one if he was the number two. 
Well, th- that was in 1987. How yeah. bad do you gotta be that you're not even Mighty Yankee number one? Okay, why the fuck is Bam Bam Gary getting beat up right now? Bob Cook, dude, his punches. Oh, he's baseball, the baseball side of the floor, and he's taunting the crowd, and then Bam Bam's gonna pull him up by his head. This is like a fucking dollar store tugboat in the ring. Oh, my God. That's kind of funny. Choo-choo. If you're Bam Bam, main event in WrestleMania, and now you're fighting Bob Cook on Raw, like, you fucking suck. (laughs) Uh, Bob Cook stopped wrestling in 95 and then then came back to the ring in 2010. <laughs> and then he he wrestled uh, pretty much every year up until 2019. He, he even had a match. That's surprising. Can't keep he him down. Nice. He does have some nice punches. I'll tell you that. Well, you did say they were the best in the biz, and he's taking. They often a lot of Bam people Bam say that. Like I think even Jerry Lawler has been, or Jim Cornette has been like, oh, this guy, he's got like the best punches in the business. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. You know who I just noticed had some really solid fucking punches is Billy Gunn last week. I guess I didn't realize. Mm. Billy Gunn, a man that does an opener here for uh, Michael Pod. Yeah, he's we, we a, only pick the greatest ones for openers. What a what a great guy. He's he's one of the cool ones. Yeah, another man that I've seen his ass way too much in my life. Well, that's his gimmick, at least. Shawn Michaels and Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn's fucking huge. Has Billy Gunn shown his ass in AEW yet? Or no, no. He's just Billy and Austin. <laughs> Wait, he's if just... he's just Billy, does that mean Chuck will come and it'll be Billy and Chuck again? No, right now he's Billy and Austin Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! I like that. It's just like Cody and Brandy Rhodes. Right, right, right. right. Same gimmick. Because they were like, "Hey, you can't use that," even though. Don't know how accurate that actually is in this case, but yeah. How is this match still happening? Well, this dude's beating Bam Bam's ass. I'll tell you how it's still happening because it's running as slow as America Online. The same thing they're promoting at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> That's funny. Do you like when... hearing computers screeching in your ear? Well, we got the deal for you. Get this phone number a call, and we'll promise your computer will scream at you louder than Bam Bam Bigelow does when he's fighting Jabaroni's hair on uh, Monday Night Raw. Do you want a constant migraine? Well, here's uh, your AOL server trying to load up for the next 25 minutes. <laughs> oh, Bam Bam's probably trying to finish this off here. I'm going to the top. He's going to do a moonsault plancha from the top rope. No, I, I highly doubt that. Diving headbutt. Oh! Oh, he nailed it. That's it. One... Two. Look at that cleavage. That was an awesome Phoenix Splash. <laughs> what a corkscrew 450 there by mm. Impressive. Bam, bam. Oh, look, here come the lights. It's on fire. Is his song Bam Bam? No, it's just not great. It's like. Oh. He did a cartwheel. Oh, so serious. I hate that. It's like a modified version of like Sparky Plugs theme music. Oh god. Just Speaking not. Speaking of a... which, where's that fucking bum? He uh he probably uh <clears throat> drove into the wall in a recent race and now he's out. Wow. I had to guess. All right, Bob, a little too soon. Take a look well, at the I'm action. Just... Oh, he's he's watching his highlights. 
He's, he's like, too. he's like, he look how cool I look on the screen. Yeah, it was me. Oh, oh here we go. Yes. The report cards. I wish Repo Man would come into frame and steal the fucking chalkboard away. See, this is the biggest heel move that he can do is just put his fingers on a chalkboard and then scratch it. Are they pl- are they like overdubbing that into the sound, or do you think it's his yes. real man? No, no, they're o- they're overdubbing. It doesn't sound like it really would sound. And you oh. know, like a normal person can't do that without cringing. So, yeah. Oh, what's he writing this week? Beast. Beast. Oh, a beast is defined by the dictionary. Go ahead, Bob. Read the many definitions with us. Well, as soon as this shows up on my screen here, beast noun, a contemptible person. <laughs> He's playing the TV. We gotta watch porch. the match again. That's funny. That just shows you that it's taped. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. A Sony TV, by the way. He nice says he market. does. He does rep, uh, represent a beast. A walrus. That's fucked up. Sans tusk. I wish. I wish Bam Bam would promote himself as the beast from the weast. <laughs> uh, every time I see that word written out, I think weast because of Patrick Star. <laughs> you said yeast? I thought you said he weast. Failed. He failed him. <laughs> Class dismissed because you failed, beast. The beast failed. How cute. The little beast. So does that mean that Dean Douglas's first feud is gonna be with Bam Bam Bigelow? And Dean Bam Bam Douglas is about to lose to a teacher. Sucks. Kids are pissed. They're all in their muscle shirts. Like, yo, screw you! It's hotter than fuck in this arena. Yeah, they probably stink so bad. That kid in the muscle <laughs> shirt probably smells like shit. There's he like three a, of them, he has so a you know it smells. All week. Look at—he's passing a note to King. He just put a note on the announcement table. <laughs> <laughs> It probably says, like, fuck you, spelled F-U-K-U. No, it's probably a note saying, hey, Jerry, I'm 11. <laughs> Wink. Uh-oh. Oh, got both belts. Why has he got both belts? He's taking all the credit? What did well, Jim Fournette just do? Well, if you listen closely, he's probably making racist remarks right now about Hispanic people. Probably. I like how Owen's probably like, fuck me for being in this team. The Body Don is coming up next. And still to come, Razor and Savio against Owen and Yokozuna. Razor and Savio need to win the straps. Oh, don't out of shape moron, Sonny. That's rude. Because you know what, Sonny? You would become one of us, you out of shape moron. These guys are going nowhere fast. Well, the fans are chanting for Barry because remember he beat him at on Action Zone. He's yelling about Barry Horowitz now, so we know that match is happening too, probably. Yeah. I've never been a Chris Candido guy. Speaking of which, three weeks ago here on the Action Zone, uh, are you what? I thought you did like Chris Candido. No, I no. thought you did too, but never been a Candido guy. No. I feel like I'm pretty indifferent. Major Yates. It's his opponent here. For me, Candido comes off as like the same 
self-image as Jeff Jarrett in the fact that like he thinks he's better than he is? No. Um, I don't know. I mean, I would I would say I like Chris Candida more than I like Jeff Jarrett. Really? Yeah, I think I enjoy Candida more than I enjoy Jeff Jarrett. I just haven't given Candida a lot of time. Like, uh, he never really feuded with anybody I was really invested in, and like I was never super invested in him. So, yeah. Well, I mean, it's probably tough to say that because you look back at the careers. I mean, Skip is fucking, or Candido's Skip. Yeah. You know. Right. And like like you saying, oh, AGH oh, uh, just broke his neck on a release. <laughs> Yeah, that guy's dead. Yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, Candido's his ECW run was really good. I don't know. I just I never I've never really given him a fair shake. I guess. Yeah. And dare I say you should watch him in Smoky Mountain Wrestling? Only if, where only Candido. If there. Well, she is there. Oh. Tammy Sitch. Oh, Major Eights. I- Trying to win with a broken neck, and he failed on a I sunset flip. Once. No, you didn't. Yeah, she tried to slip me her hotel key, but like my pocket was full from hotel keys, so like I couldn't fit right. it. Right? Yeah, yeah. I I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I totally believe that. I was I like, have... "Tell your story, walking bitch." <laughs> what do you want me to sign it? <laughs> you remember Scott Steiner? The best part of meeting Scott Steiner was he had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> and then, like, in real life, I feel like Scott Steiner is just a very regular, like, college-educated dude. Oh, absolutely. But in wrestling, he's the biggest dumbass there is, and I yeah. love it. Dude. Skip just won with a superplex. Yeah. He looked yeah, pretty good there. Zoom on that sunny there. Oof. Whew. How much money do you think Sonny would have made if uh, there was only fans in July of 95? Oh, God. A lot. She'd never have to work a day in her life. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know. I thought that was a pretty impressive little squash match for uh, for Skip there. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was hard hitting. It was okay. <laughs> You're ruining my life, Harvey. I was going to say, you ruined his life. Wait, who did? Barry Horowitz ruined Look at, look at the picture. Oh. Kevin Nash's picture behind the thing here was hilarious. Here's Todd in his rolled up fucking suit jacket arms. Who does that? It's the new look, man. Oh, it's horrible. Hey, by the way, Stridex is going to be at uh, front row. Yeah, 55 pads, maximum strength. Live Sunday, August 27th, 7 Eastern. That's an earlier start time than usual, I feel. They they promote Stridex in 97, too, don't they? Yes, they do, yeah. Yeah. Here we go, championship match, Diesel against King Mabel. That ain't getting people in the building. No, Mabel wait. looks like he's constipated in his uh, promo picture. I like how tight the crown is, and it's like squeezing his brain. <laughs> <laughs> Who you calling, Pinhead? 
Look what he did it in your house. Can you guys believe he slammed him? Dude, don't I've been literally thinking about this for weeks. Like, how it's could he do me. that to Diesel? It's haunted me. I'm so you see, I'm angry because I'm showing you my teeth and I'm squinting. Ugh. I wish it was Diesel versus Danhausen at SummerSlam. No. That would be over. Mm-hmm. Very nice, very evil. <laughs> I don't demand respect. I don't ask for it. I get it. And why? Do, and I have pink eye, goddammit, because I'm so pissed I got <laughs> shit in my eye. Because Shawn Michaels, I was kissing his ass. And then me and him, <laughs> we are kissing Vince McMahon's ass. And goddammit, I'm keeping the title at SummerSlam. And even if I have to have two pink eyes from having Vince's shit in my eye, then Mabel, I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> Todd's like, all right, that was quite a promo oh there. Jesus Christ. They got oh. Bret Hart against Isaac Yankum DDS. Come on, dude. It's just rumors. It's not really going to be true. It's not announced. That's our friend now Tom. Now it's announced. Look at Fat Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> no, it's our, it's our friend Tom. <laughs> oh, my God. Tom has the same beard and hair. Well, he had that hair. He cut it now. Oh, my oh, God. Geez, man. Close up his gross teeth. He doesn't have gross teeth like that, though. No, oh, I know. You, you can, with, with it so close, you can see that it's like implant. You know, it's a like fake yeah. teeth over it. Fucking Tom. <laughs> That's fucked up. My favorite part about these segments is that. Um, Lawler is always in the like the dentist office, and he's never the one being worked on. But he's always right. Just there. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> I really hate this camera angle because you can tell that his teeth under are totally fine. Yeah, those teeth it's look blatantly like just to, uh, like fake teeth. Well, it's like, I think they used the uh, Andre the Giant's teeth for that shot. <laughs> Oh my um, God. I also, fun fact, uh, recently on Twitter, I thought Kane, Kane blocked us because I tagged him. <laughs> oh, no. Um, it does not appear that he did, but oh, I thought he did. Shawn Michaels against Sid for the Intercontinental uh, Championship. A new Shawn pitcher, thank God. Yeah. Yeah, he's not looking at the camera, though. So. Oh, April 3rd. April 3rd. I... So whenever they do that, it's like, we didn't forget. Right. This took us a while to get here. Well, no, that's them trying to cover their ass for bullshit booking. They're like, oh, by the way, we actually did do this. Yeah. Friggin' said for the icy strap. I think that match, though, is a classic. Like, we don't really need it for the title, but we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. It shouldn't be for the title. No. I mean, you're. I think you're right. I mean, Sid doesn't need to win it. But then if he loses it, it's like, geez, what do it's we even, do? Right, exactly. That's the whole thing. It's, it's a bad match to be in. That's why I said I wish Sid was just doing his own thing with something else. Yeah. I'm not really sure where else he could go, though. Come up with something. Stop being so goddamn lazy. Up next, Razor and Savio go for the tag. Gold against Owen and Yoko. We're about 28 minutes in here. Yeah, we're at uh, 28.30 right now. So this isn't the main event then. There must be something afterward. 
Get out of here. Waylon Mercy. <laughs> Diesel's oh, taking man. on Mo next week on Raw. <laughs> there goes our 3.8. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, dude? Why would you why would you advertise that? Get ready for 2.8. You wanna watch Mo beat up Diesel? Cool. Tune in next week. I will be shocked if that gets over a 2.5. Jim Cornette couldn't pull his pants up any higher if you wanted. I love Cornette. I know he's a fucking dickhead and a weirdo, but I love Cornette. It's, dude, it's a gimmick, dude. People that don't know that Jim Cornette's just a gimmick, give me a break. When I met him, straight up, honestly, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. <laughs> yeah, well, you have to, people have to understand when anything he says on his podcast, he's doing it to get... It's but, yeah, it's a money thing. Yeah, it's, it's a, a it's a fucking character. I'm convinced it's a character. I mm-hmm. I sort of think that too. Austin, I'm surprised though that he didn't invite you to the hot tub when you met him though. I would have went. Oh, I would have went. Austin, only if he was in it. Austin, oh my God. if Jim Cornette said get in the hot tub with me, I'd say when and where are you pervy motherfucker? Stop. That's funny. Bob, would you get in a hot tub with Jim Cornette? No. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I wouldn't no, either. I'm not, kidding. I'm not getting in there with Jim Cornette. I would get it. Kidding me? No. I, just, I, I wouldn't get in there naked with him. Well, he's going to get you there. No. Hey, here's our new tag team champions, Rizzo Mo and Savio Vega. <laughs> I just, you know, just imagine Jim Cornette. <laughs> Like having sex with his wife. No, why are you getting, imagining that? Getting all red in the face, sweating, <laughs> grabbing a sprite off the bedroom table. I'm surprised his heart can handle shit like that. Grabbing that, a baconator. That, that's that's not a bad razor Ramon shirt. I was just gonna say I like that one. I don't like how stupid his face looks. Well Bob, buy that right now. I, I can't because I don't know where it would be purchased at. I think his new phrase should say, say hello to the Chico. Say hello to the Chico. Because that wouldn't Four get over. Bucks. So I think they should do that. I'm surprised Razor still does that pyro because uh, that one time Sid jumped through it and killed him. That's true. <laughs> jumped through and killed him. I'm surprised Razor still is like showing up to work. I'd call out. How much vacation time do I have? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not going to show up this week. Great. Fucking oh. Yoko's getting blown up by waving the flag now. Yoko yep. Tuna. Oh, fuck you out of that. That's a good thing. That's awesome. This Look at that. How's Mr. So Fuji great. still on the payroll? He doesn't even talk for Yokozuna anymore. Uh, yeah, no, he doesn't. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh. Owen just slapped Savio. You don't do that to me. These Savio no longer has... Back. Yeah, they could. he no longer has his initials buzzed in the back of his head. Probably because somebody was like, hey, don't do that. It looks stupid. Yeah. Hey, Savio, I think it looked great. I know you're listening. I like how the front of Savio's shirt looks like the Jeff Jarrett outfit. It does. Inspo, baby. Is he really not going to be on anymore? 
Yeah, did we, we did we get a new update about him leaving or no? Did we not have anything else new this week? No. So the for Jeff Jarrett we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So no, there's nothing new. Uh, there was only like Jerry Jarrett, who is a um, consultant for WCW, was saying that uh, that Jeff didn't like the direction that his character was going in for many months now. Mm. So it was not news to them that he wasn't in. He wasn't. Uh, fond of how it was going but i guess there was uh a very a, a big effort by the wbf to uh kind of make a right make it right here because of how much they've invested in him i mean yeah look at how much they've promoted him especially recently with the music video shit yeah oh yeah razor and owen here just trading arm control oh just decked Owen with a right hand. And then Owen sells it by falling to the floor. Jim Cornette know. fanning him with his tennis racket in a hilarious manner there. Even here, it just like looks like Razor's going through the motions. Well, I think it's tough to be inspired by you know by doing anything when uh, there's no real direction for him. Well, and look at what all his friends are doing. Right. Yeah, right, right. Well, it's also, I mean, you know, I read the SummerSlam card. He's not even on it. Right. You know what I mean? So. No no promotion, really. Well, yeah, that's yeah. bad. But that's how Razor's career's been the last couple of months. Just, just nothing going on. Yeah. I mean, if he were to be added to SummerSlam, it'd probably be a filler match. Right. At this point. Now Yoko's in there, he shoves him down. Yes, Yoko Tuna pushing down Razor. He's trying to cut open his tuna can with the Razor, and he's going hard. Here we go. Razor once hit the Razor's edge on Yoko Tuna. I believe it. I mean, he would do he'd do all these crazy moves. He'd hit that on him. He'd do the last call, the Hulk Hogan off the second off the second row. I mean, he's a man of many. I can't wait. I cannot wait until fucking Razor Ramon is gone. I don't have to listen to that fucking shit anymore. (laughs) Bob, we're going to talk about that for the rest of your fucking life. I'm still pissed. You know what? If you do, this podcast will turn into a battleground. Oh, Uh, oh, wow, dude. Wow, dude. From now on, if you just want to say you took my spot, I have no problem with it at all. Like, you can have my memory of Battleground. I've never watched that show because I'm just traumatized. I believe it's that. Too, yeah. It's too real, you know. And, I just uh, like the entrance stage. But anyway, Yokozuna's on the outside with a heart now. He can't believe. He got thrown out. His arm got caught in the rope when he fell. I thought it was going to snap, but it didn't. I think one of the main things that stands out for me from Battleground is just how small Daniel Bryan looked. When he wasn't on TV and he was right in front of me, I was like, oh. Well, isn't he like 5'9"? Oh, yeah, he is really small. Even, I don't even know if he's that tall. Yeah, I'm 5'7". I'm 5'7", and I feel like he's my height. Wow. I wonder what, he's, he is probably at least billed as 5'10". Yeah, oh, for sure. I'm sure he's billed that. Yeah. Same right. like Jericho's billed 5'10", but he ain't 5'10". No, he's built taller than 5'10", isn't he? Oh, yeah, he he's probably built more like 6'2", probably. What? Oh, then he's maybe about 
five ten. He dude, he's not that tall. This is I'll, I'm gonna figure this out right now. Daniel Bryan, uh, yeah, Don, he's Daniel. Let me try this all over again. Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan is uh, billed as being five ten. So he's five seven. At least, yeah, probably. Chris Jericho. He's billed at least six foot. I guarantee it. He's billed as being six I foot. Bet you, I bet you Jericho's actually like five nine. Mm, no, I don't know. I met Jericho. I have a picture right next to him. Yeah, and he wasn't that much bigger than you. Hold on. Research. There's been a lot of wrist control on this. Yes, one. I've noticed. Ooh. Oh. Although Owen and uh, Savio tear it up every time they're in together, so that's good. Yeah, Owen with a spinning heel kick right to the side of Savio's head. And now here comes Yokozuna to slow the match down. We're at 37.30 here for a time check. Oh, the leg drive. Now, that should be it. That should be the finish. The leg drive has been killing people lately. Right. Well, I don't know. It's hard to tell in the picture, but there's me squinting in the sun, and there's Jericho. I'm 5'4". So, right. Well, he might He's be. Pr- He's at least 5'10". Yeah, he's 5'10". At least. But what kind of shoes he got on in that picture? Uh, I don't remember that much. Yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't looking at his shoes. Freaking platformers. Whereas then you got freaking Billy Gunn. Dude, when I met Billy Gunn, I was shocked how big he was. Yeah. He was thick. Dude, yeah, fucking jacked and so so much taller than I thought he was. Owen just slammed Savio Vega on the on the floor. So I'm sure we're going to see a bunch of video packages of Owen Hart doing that. Just like we saw King Mabel doing it to Diesel several times in the past two weeks. Yeah. I felt that when I met Billy Gunn, he's one of them guys who feels uncomfortable at meet and greets. He's, he's nice, but it's just like, this is weird for me. Maybe he has social anxiety. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, nerve hole. They love it. This match is going too long. We're going to commercial again. 3904. Savio crawling over Yokozuna to tag in Razor Ramon. Here comes the Chico himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's fired. You're going to go down. Uh, Here we go. Discus punch. Look he at does those it a things lot, a lot his faster legs. here than he does in O2, that's for sure. Wow. <laughs> oh, boot in the corner, and now he's going for a bulldog off the middle rope, and he hits it. Oh, he, yeah, but Yoko was, like, slow to go down. Yeah. Owen oh. with the save at the last second there. I Owen like definitely when... need Yokozuna in the not 20 minutes. <laughs> I was just going to say, I like how he, like, surfed over Yoko's body after he saved him. All four men are in the ring. This should be a disqualification roll. Oh. Thrown into each other, and now Yoko gets clotheslined. Are they about to win the straps right now? Another clothesline to Owen. Or is the ref going to DQ him? They definitely have piped in crowd noise here. Dude, all the time. No one's cheering, but you can hear cheers. My favorite sitting on their hands. My favorite is WCW when they're freaking out on Saturday night and then no one's moving. Yeah. Razor's uh, edge on Owen. One, two. All right. What? Uh, That's awesome. Shit. Razor and exactly. Sabio, they just won the tag titles. That's exactly what needed to happen. 
I'm really, really surprised. What is he doing? Cornette's getting fired up here in the ring. Cornette's pissed. He's like, damn it, Earl, do you want to have sex with my wife? You and Yokozuna and Owen Hart, you guys can all have sex with my wife at the same time. God damn it. Alleged. Wait, what is happening? Who's this dude, little... <laughs> dude, did you fuck Jim Cornette's wife? Because like, she wants to fuck me, but she says she's thinking about you all the time. Is and this little guy right here Ricky Starks? <laughs> oh, wow, maybe. Uh-oh, Razor's pissed. Oh, are we going to get a dusty finish bullshit right here? Yeah, they are. The, the legal... wrong man was pinned. Oh, my God. She just said he made a mistake. The illegal man was pinned. The match must continue. Oh, now they're going to fucking lose. It'd be awesome if they still won the match. Oh, but... But Jim Cornette and Mr. Fuji have to leave ringside. Wait, they didn't even do anything. Yeah, well, I don't understand that. He had nothing to do with the finish. I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't know. That's lame. I think they should. I think they should still win, even on the dusty finish. Well, why not? You know. Like, not only did we beat him I once, we beat him twice. I didn't even realize Yokozuna was the legal Me neither. man. Me neither. That's what happens when it gets hot, you know? If this was WCW 2000, they would have won the titles because, you know, relaxed rules, bro. Right. Ramon just tossed Owen onto Yokozuna. Here comes Savio Vega. Double team in Yokozuna. This should be a disqualification again. Come on, Earl. Earl's killing this. It's killing the town, dude. What is going on here? Cornette trying to get <laughs> screaming for help. Oh, I want to get slingshot back into the ring from the apron. Savio Vega now. Yes. Okay. He's got one heart. Okay. What a maneuver. One, little, two. Little back two, elbow there. Oh, Rams him head first into the corner. So I don't know. Maybe this will be our main event. I don't know how much time we're going to have left here. We're at 43. Yeah, this is good. I think it went 40, yeah, 46 minutes. Yeah, we got three minutes, less than three wow. minutes left in the show. I like this camera angle with Yokozuna taking up the entire thing. Yeah. <laughs> He's like the wooden pole at that fucking Ring of Honor show. Right. <laughs> Can't see shit. Come on, Savio. Win some gold for once in your life. I feel you know what the referee making a mistake. That shouldn't cost them the titles. You made the mistake. Oh well. Right. Is is this the third commercial break for this match or what? Yeah. It's been a long one. That just seems excessive. Oh, Savio off the rope. Sunset flip. He's got him down. And you know Yoko ain't making the save. Absolutely not. What the hell? Savio, I think, was trying to go for like a, a roll-up there, but Owen said no. Uh, it looked like a dragon screw or something they fucked yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Yoko's like, fuck, Owen, dude. Come on. I don't want to keep on Yoko Tuna has been 
Yoko Tuna has been storing up for winter. He's been keeping the nuts in his legs. Oh my god. <laughs> the funny. nuts in his legs. Those are the acorns. Yeah. You see Those him right there, right? Oh, the famous. <laughs> Hey, another, another commercial. commercial break. What is going on with this fucking match? Thank they God Owen's this, back in. They had to get the yeah. Stridex pads in, man. Razor hammering away on Owen Hart. Discus punch. See, why can't these two be feuding? There you go. Owen Hart, Razor Ramon. And then they can be like, remember oh. back in January of 93 when they Razor just... Ramon hit Owen with a trash can? They just said on commentary, if the match does not finish before they go off the air, it's going to restart next week. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, what the fuck is... Back suplex off the middle rope, and then they rolled around on a cover attempt there. Oh, I'm if sorry. This, Did you say if this restarts next week, I swear to God. A back suplex, not a mm-hmm. fallaway slam, you son of a bitch. It's cool. Yeah, cool. Dude, if they fucking run this back next week... Oh, they for uh, sure are going to. They wouldn't have said it if they weren't going to do it. Oh, choke slam by Scott. Oh, he did it. Razor oh. Ramon with a choke slam. Owen probably just got a concussion from that. We literally have 17 seconds left in this show. Yeah, it's done. There's no way. This is stupid. Look, Razor's like, nah, I ain't covering him. Should I do it, Chico? Oh, he's signaling for the Razor's Edge, and we ran out of time. Oh, my All right, God. All right, so that's such a risk to do on television, to start a match and be like, oh, tune in next week to find out what happened. And don't forget, we already had a false finish once. Yeah. Yeah, I don't love that. Yeah, that's... It's desperate. That's tough. Yeah, that's a desperate maneuver. So here's the thing. So is it a complete restart or is it just a continuation of what happened? He said restart. Yeah, I would take it as a restart. But that's the weird part because how are they going to make that look on TV if it clearly the match didn't actually end? And it's I would, I I would hazard to guess that it's going to take up half of next week's episode. Uh, That's pretty fair guess. You know what I would have done if this was if I was doing this and they're doing it this weird taped way anyway. Is like when they did that dusty finish, go off the air with the ref arguing with like Jim Cornette or something. Because then it's like, wait, what happened? And then next week restart it. Yeah, that is so weird that they would do that. It's lame. Like I said, it just comes off desperate. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really a fan of that. Um. I, you know what? I can't really recall a time that that's ever happened. I mean, WCW used to tease it all the time, but they would actually finish the match. Whoa, 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 Bob. Hold your horses. Because you know damn well you can think of a time. When? Think Ooh. back. Think back in the in the Icopod history. Oh, Skinner and Taker. Dude, we still don't know who yeah, won Yeah, we that. don't know who won that match. Still. <laughs> That that's awful, and that was yeah, like the right. third episode of Raw. That's dumb. Yeah. I'm surprised no one. I'm you know what? I'm still convinced that Skinner won that match. I mean, I'd like to think he did. I think they got cold feet. Yeah, and they were like, "Listen, we can't. We were gonna push Skinner to the moon, right? But I think there's some value in Taker. We can't quite do it, right? I I really think that." Uh, the only logical booking in that in that 
time period would have been to put him over. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, But, I mean, the good news is at least we'll get a finish to this match, whether we like it or not. Uh, Yeah, so apparently next week it is, in fact, a complete restart. Mm. Spoiler. So... Well, you know what, Dallas? It's been a long time. So, been a long time. Uh, we also will have Diesel taking on Sermo uh, in a couple of other matches. It looks like so. If you're not pumped for that, I don't know what to tell you, man. Well, I'll tell you right now: the streak of good shows I think came to an end here. I don't know if pretty if I was, quickly. Yeah, if I was watching this show live, I'd be pissed that the show ended and I'm like, no one won. I feel like I just, w- I would have wasted an hour not having a conclusion to the show, to the match. I, I didn't hate this episode though, but I know what you mean. No, I see. I definitely yeah. see what you mean, but I didn't think it was awful. I don't think there was much substance to it. That's fair. I, but I, I actually like didn't mind that tag match, even though they kind of bullshitted us at the end there, but. You want you know I kind of feel that, um, I kind of feel like this is the to kind of go back to like ninety three, the the episode after in your house was the big like all these are angles and now this week's the beginning of four four or five weeks where nothing happens. Yeah, and it's a we'll yes. just remind you through video packages and then you're gonna get bored of it. Right. Well, what I don't understand is like, why do we know the entire SummerSlam card basically already? Yeah. And like, instead of like actually building to stuff, they're like, here's all the matches at SummerSlam. And yeah, now we're going to remind you what's going to happen at SummerSlam through packages from a year to uh, six months ago. And that's how it's going to be. And there's going to be basically job matches. And it's going to be like, hey, next week, uh, Shawn Michaels is going to wrestle, but he's going to wrestle. Uh, a little jabroni from Louisville, Kentucky, and like that's just what's going to happen for the next four weeks. Yeah, yeah. Which sucks because, like, as early as last week, it didn't feel like it was turning into that. No. Well, but what's crazy is they don't have that luxury because there's three more Raws before we get to SummerSlam. Only three. Right. So I would feel like you're you would be wanting to. Make the best of it. Yeah, like have some more promotion to it. But they're just yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. as stupid as it is, Mo and Diesel, like, at least sort of make sense. Yeah, yeah, but it's Mo. Well, I agree. I don't I don't think they should have promoted it. No, well, absolutely and, not. I mean, if we look back, that's what WWF does all the time. Hey, we're not going to build matches. We're just going to put them out there, and here you go. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, all right, yeah. So that's kind of a bummer. So now that's kind of ruined my ruined my week. Was kind of excited for it. Now that happened. Yeah. Happy Monday. Oh well. Yeah, happy Monday, my ass. Uh, all right. Well, we've seen worse. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's been worse episodes, and it's not horrible. Again, it's just not. It's tough. There's no substance, and then your main event is like, oh, we're nothing. Sorry. You're not, you're not going to know what happened. Well, and I agree with Dallas to a point. I think it was a solid little match. Yeah. But like, if you're going to do the false finish, just stick with the false finish and call it. I think 
not only are you going to be losing steam going into a second episode, but you're already losing steam because you've technically already had a finish. You know what? I This is what I would so have done. It's like I, what, what heat is really on the match anymore. I would have kept the 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 uh, assumption here that Razor and Savio won the titles. And then the next episode on Raw yes. be like, Earl be like, oh, I fucked up. Exactly. Uh, tonight's yeah. a rematch. Exactly. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. And so there's like, no, we'll just have it so there's no It makes, it makes way yes. more sense doing that. Right. Because realistically, by next week, A, casual fans, do they even remember? B, the people who were tuned in, again, already saw a finish, so do they even care? Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't know. Yep. They kind of shot themselves in the foot with that. I agree with that. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to potentially show stealing match of Barry Horowitz and Skip at SummerSlam uh, because <laughs> nothing else on that show I advertise right now appears to be anything good. But Barry Horowitz against Skip, watch out. It could be a match to be talked about for a long time. But we're about four weeks away from that. Uh, but I am captivated to find out what happens yeah, specifically it- with that match. And remember how we were so excited that now we're going to get like monthly pay-per-views. Well, maybe that wasn't such a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm really curious about it for again, when, when nitro starts up in really about a month, um, because I kind of feel that the next three Raws are going to be the last Raws where there's enhancement matches. Really? I kind of think so. I feel when they kind of yeah, go they don't have the TV to waste sort of thing. They can't do it. They can't be like, here's Hunter Chris Helmsley against Scott Taylor. No, it's mm. gonna be like Hunter Chris Helmsley against Fatu. You know, it's, it's going to be kind of like, I don't know. It's going to be a lot of mid card acts. We'll be more must see TV. Yeah. It would be like, it would be a lot like uh one, two, three kid against, uh, you know, Tom Pritchard instead of one, two, three kid against, uh, you know, Ben Jordan or something. Right. It's going to be kind of like that. Shawn Michaels against, uh, you know, any other, any name. Yeah. That has, and I, and I could like Tatanka see, or something, you know. Yeah. And I could see it going that way because really they've faded out enhancement matches even since 93. They've kind of cut back. So uh, I, I mean, they're they're kind of heavy. I mean, they're kind of heavy. They're like, heavy, but that's not all Raw is. No, there's well, there's at least the one feature match. Sometimes we get two. Usually but, it's two now. Yeah, but I think starting in September, October, it's going to be all three or four matches are what would have been featured matches. Right, which I'm I'm totally down for. I am too, but then I kind of feel that. Not necessarily it'll get um, stale, but okay, they might a lot of the same. They might burn through a lot of matches. Very yeah, quickly. yeah, which is a luxury for when you have so many enhanced matches, and then you you know have the one feature match. Right, but but maybe not. Maybe maybe they'll keep with enhanced matches. I don't know, but I, I don't think, think that they're going to do well many. with Nitro. Yeah, I don't think we'll see as many. I think I agree with you. Because you get to think, like, would you want to see, you know, the smoking guns against 
Dwayne Gill and Barry Hardy, or are you going to tune in to watch Sting against Lord Steven Regal? Right. And I think that's where the shift will be. The shift will be sell to the pay-per-view, sell to the pay-per-view, sell to the pay-per-view to sell to TV, sell to TV, sell to TV. Right. So, you know, hopefully in our case, that'll make things much easier. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Uh, well, do you have, uh, you guys have anything else for this episode of Icopod or should we continue on uh, with our build to SummerSlam next week? Yeah. I mean, I don't think I have anything else. Um, I think it's, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of happens as we move forward. I'm kind of, I just want to get past SummerSlam. I think at this point now that we have to deal with this for the next couple of weeks, but yeah. Yeah. Well, and I guess let me make a correction. I guess because really it's not so much right now sell to pay-per-view. It's more or less sell to house show or sell to tour dates. I feel like Raw right now is a big commercial for live events. Uh, Right. That's been their formula for many years. So, like, that's what I feel like changes. Where they put more emphasis on the TV and like, oh, if you like the TV show, you'll like the live events and not the other way around. Mm-hmm. Right. So I just I wanted to clarify that. But yeah, as far as this episode, definitely a step down from last week. But uh, like we said, last week was probably one of the stronger shows that we've seen this year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's only natural. Does it go down from here? Uh, judging the featured matches, there's definitely a possibility for that. But uh, I guess the, the jury will still be out. And uh, who knows? Who knows what we're marching into into the uh, late summer and early fall. Of 1995. Yeah. All right. Well, these next few weeks are going to be really interesting to see just how uh, the WF adapts to the eventual competition and see how long it takes for them to kind of really get competitive. Because we know early on it's very one-sided. But yeah, uh, it should be really – hopefully it gives them a shot in the arm to uh, change it up a little bit. Much needed. Yeah. Uh, but it's much needed now for this episode to come to an end as we inch closer to SummerSlam. Hope you guys uh, continue to listen and follow along with us, and hopefully SummerSlam uh, is a little bit more enjoyable than it appears on paper uh, thus far. They've surprised us before, so hopefully they will do it again. Yeah. Uh, but until next week, for Austin Skinner and for Dallas Greeley, I am Bob Conley Jr., and this has been Pod. You gotta hear it.